0: Welcome, everybody, to Football Talk with Freddie, the number one podcast for football. Today, it is Monday, August 2nd, and today we're going to be talking about some of the big stories going on in the college and NFL world. It's still the off season, but every day we're getting closer and closer to football being back. Actually, speaking of football being back, football is back this week, sort of. Yeah, We have the Hall of Fame game on Thursday. Uh, it's going to be the Cowboys and the Steelers. Steelers. Um, um, most of the b- starters aren't going to play. But they'll play the play for like a series or two. Maybe the first quarter. Depends on the coaches. But considering they just started training camp two weeks ago. Uh, and I would say a series or less. Less. Uh, for, for the starters. Um. Um. But nevertheless, it's football, so I'm not going to complain. Complain. It's, it gives us something to watch, watch, and we can see the potential uh, battle position battles going on for the Cowboys and Steelers. Uh, who? You can give your opinion on who you think should make the fifty-three man roster, who, you think probably deserves deserves a chance on the practice squad. And maybe maybe see a player who might get cut that you wanna pick up pick up on waivers. Waivers. Uh so so yeah, that's uh that's uh what the preseason or the Hall of Fame game and pretty much the whole preseason is about. Position battles, trying to figure out who's gonna be on your fifty three man roster. Last year we didn't have a preseason. We had we, we didn't have one. Uh, it was just training camp, and then the coaches went down to 53 players. And last year, I don't even think they had a full 90-man roster in the offseason. I think they were at 75. I think that was the cap. But this year, you get a full 90. Or you can use a full 90. And then decide. The side... Side which of those players are going to make your 50 So, So, yeah, uh, I'll talk a little bit about that in a few minutes. Uh, we're also going to be talking about about the Buffalo Bills. Uh, there's been rumors going on around that the Bills might be looking, looking to relocate. I'm going to give my opinion or thoughts about it, tell you wh- what I think's going on. Again, I'm not... In the Bills front office, I'm not talking to the owners or anything, so, of course, so I, I don't know everything, but I'm just gonna say, based on what I've seen from, from past stadium deals and, and relocation and everything, what I think is gonna happen or what's, what I think is gonna be happening with the Bills, or should I say, I hope happens with the Bills, so. So uh, another story is it's going to be on a five-star recruit, recruit for the Ohio State Buckeyes, Quinn Ewers. Um, I'll be talking a little bit about him. Uh, a big story just came out on him. Not stories, but uh, an update on what he's going to be doing with his football career. Career, And I'll be talking a little bit about that. Um, And then Carson Wentz. Went. earlier this year. He was traded to the Eagle or from the Eagles to the Cow or to the Colts to the Colts, not the Cowboys. Um, and re and is reuniting with Frank Wright. But, but I think you might have an idea if you haven't heard the news already. I'll break that to you in a few minutes. But yeah, those are gonna be all the stories we're gonna talk about today. And. Yeah, so let's uh, let's get into it right now. So the first thing we're going to be talking about today is the Hall of Fame game. If you don't know what the Hall of Fame game is, it's a exhibition game played every year uh, during the first week of August, uh, August typically to kick off the preseason season. Uh, it's supposed to be like a fun event. Event it happens with the Hall of Fame enshrinement. They typically pick two teams with a player getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. Fame. So you get to, to go there, you get to see your see a legend for your team. And not just for your team, but for the NFL getting inducted inducted into the Hall of Fame. And then also you get to watch a little bit of football. And and this might be a hot take, but I like the Hall of Fame game better than the Pro Bowl. And the reason I'm saying that is that is because it's it's football. Now, are the players? Get, get, are all the players going to be starters? Are they going to be on the team in September? Probably not. Not a uh, fifty, fifty three players make it. There's tip. There's ninety players on the roster right now, or at least that teams are allowed to carry. So, so uh, uh thirty seven guys don't make it. Uh, fifty three yeah do do, and, and those, those 37 guys, and not just 37 guys, it's, it's probably half the team, if you aren't a starter, starter, it, you, you could be cut, that's, that's practically what it, what is. it is, if you're, if you're not a starter, yeah, you should be worried and trying your best, especially in these preseason games, because this is where you could, uh, Make or break break your NFL career, career or at least given the opportunity. If you ball on in the Hall of Fame, not the Hall of Fame game, but a preseason game, uh, some teams will take notice. And if you do get cut, other teams, they'll be like, okay, we see a little bit of film on this guy. Give him a chance, give him a tryout, or maybe sign him due to injuries or something. You never you never know. So what I like about it is it gives you an opportunity and I bet the coaches actually appreciate the Hall of Fame game game because it's an extra game, another game to evaluate all your all the players on your team, see who do you think's a good fit and everything. So so and the teams they're not gonna be running running stuff that they run in the regular season. Most of it's a little bit different. It's like basic concepts for football. Maybe not fully college concepts, but, but you, you're you not going to see teams running, okay, let's say the Philly special or trick plays or anything like that. It's just going to be basic 11-11 football, people competing it out. So it's the best players players which are typically the starters no but yeah, you get opportunity also to see the rookies for the first time so 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 i think it's a great a great thing to have have and and a lot of people don't like the preseason just because the star players aren't playing and i can somewhat see that point but just me personally i if there's football, I'm down to watch it. I don't care if it's high school, college, college, uh, D Division three. If there's football on, I I'm trying to watch it. So, so yeah, so I'm I'm kind of excited for this. Uh, uh, so I was looking at the rosters, trying to get an idea of who's probably going to be playing for each team. Team. Uh, that's what I like to do. Do and I saw a couple notable players, players on the Cowboys that might play in this game, and not just the Cowboys and the Steelers. Uh, for the Cowboys, Cowboys uh, uh their quarterback is going to be uh, between three guys. It's going to be Ben DiNucci. Um, uh, if you remember him last year, he was the quarterback. I think that started from from Rich was it Richmond? I don't remember he was the 7th round pick, James Madison. James Madison. Okay, I knew it was some school in Virginia. James Madison. Uh he he's going to be playing probably uh Cooper Rush. Uh he was a quarterback at SMU, I, I believe, right? Or Central Michigan. Okay, he was Central Michigan. And then and then there's going to be uh Garrett, uh, Garrett Gilbert, he, he's, he's a quarterback from SMU. Yeah, yeah. T- Garrett Gilbert's the one from SMU. He's going to be playing for the Cowboys. And then Dak's probably going to be sitting, especially since he got hurt. So, so that's going to be the quarterbacks for the Cowboys. Uh, for the Steelers, you're going to have Dwayne Haskins, if you remember him, at Ohio State. Great quarterback, drafted by the Washington football team. Team and then he got cut because of everything. Uh, he's gonna be playing. Uh, you're gonna have Joshua Dobbs if you're a Tennessee fan, fan or Georgia fan like me. Me, he he killed us especially on that hail mary. I don't want to. My my why do all my teams have to let a hail marys? The Bills, Bills did the jo- Georgia did. Uh, I don't know why, but okay uh and then there's uh, mason rudolph again yeah, he started a couple games last year uh those are going to be the three quarterbacks big ben's probably going to sit so so those are going to be the quarterbacks for the teams teams i don't know who's going to play the most most it might be the third and fourth string guy so so we'll have to see but hey it's football i'm not complaining planning so so that's uh, great to see see uh, and then and, and if you want a little bit of history as well on the Hall of Fame uh, game you know, it's, it's played in Canton, Ohio that's where the Pro Football Hall of Fame is if you didn't know, know at uh, Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium Stadium uh, I've, I've actually been to it, it was before the renovations uh, they made a lot of renovations I, I was at the I was actually at the Hall of Fame last week uh, with some friends and and we got to see from the outside they were still finishing stuff up, probably for the Hall of Fame game. But but it it's a nice stadium. It it could be it's nicer than some of the division one teams. Teams, probably group of five, but still it, it's a it's a beautiful stadium. Uh can McKinley uh if you live in Ohio, you have probably heard of them. Uh, they, uh, they're a pretty good team. Uh, they, they have a great stadium. Stadium there, I, I I would, I would love to play in that stadium, uh, pretty much every game or at least every home game. Game if you if you play for Cam McKinley, yeah, you you have to love that stadium. Playing on a field that NFL players played on, at least once a year, so. Uh, yeah, so it's it's great. Great. Um I'm excited for the Hall of Fame game game this year. And and yeah, football football's back. At least some some form of it. So the next story we're gonna be talking about is the Buffalo Bills. So yesterday there was a rumor that came out that the Buffalo Bills were looking to move to Austin, Texas. And I think that's a little. And I I don't think that's fully true, true. And I'm not saying, saying uh, that reporter has the wrong information, but but I think it's a little. I I think it's it's not entirely true, true. And I might be a little bit biased. I am a Bills fan after all, and I want to keep the Bills in Buffalo but here here's here's what i what i'm gonna say about it uh i think i think uh i think that's entirely false false uh i think supposedly there was a meeting between uh the bills uh the bills owner T- Terry Pagula and like the govern government pretty much trying to decide how they're going to to get a new stadium, and who's going to pay for it. Supposedly, uh, Terry Pagula said that he wanted uh, the city and the taxpayers to pay for all the, all the, for the, for the entire stadium. Stadium. And, and uh, if they, they wouldn't come to agreement, they, uh, they, they would look at other cities. And, and what I, and what or and that's that's not the quote. I can't, I can't. I'm trying to find the quote. Quote. Uh, it was saying that that other cities would be happy to have an NFL team, and that is that is kind of true. True. I don't think he was trying to use that as a threat that the Bills were moving, but but trying to say okay, uh, we we need to try to get this figured out. Okay, I want to keep the... Bi- He's trying to say, I want to keep the Bills in Buffalo. Buffalo, but we need a brand new stadium. And we need to get these talks figured out. Trying to figure out who's going to pay for what and so uh So originally, there was in the report, it said Terry Pagulo wanted the taxpayers to pay for everything. Thing. I don't think that's entirely true. I think he just threw that out as a... Not necessarily a joke, but trying to say... See, like, hey, will you guys pay for it? Cause obviously he he doesn't. Cause obviously, if you can get a stadium for free, free, uh, you and you can't really complain about that. I mean, get a brand new stadium for free, free. Uh, I think I think you just threw that out. A lot of people are saying, oh he, oh he. He's just being greedy. He has a bunch of money or anything. I think he should be the one paying for all of it. And that's not exactly what I'm saying. I'm trying... And that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying he just threw it out and tried to see. Okay. A... Okay. I Because ha- he-, he has a lot of leverage. Leverage. And I don't think he has any intentions of moving the bills. Bills. Um... Entirely, he he owns the Bills, the Sabers, and the Buffalo Bandits, and I I I think he's become a big part of Buffalo, and the Bills fans love him, I love him. And before all this happened, Sabers fans not so much. I can I. I can admit that, but, but um. Um, but for uh, for the Bills, Bills, I think he wants to keep them in Buffalo, but they again he they need a new stadium and he's just trying to get things figured out, trying to get the talks, talks, he, he's trying to figure out how much they're going to pay for, it. and there's people and here's the thing I I was trying to do a a study to see, see, is it. Do most teams do their owners pay for it, the stadium, or does uh, public, the does the public taxpayers pretty much, money uh, pay for it, and it's a little bit of both. Both there's very few teams that go one hundred percent owner one hundred percent taxpayers. There are a couple teams, but most of them don't go that way. One way or the other, and they they try to. Break it whether it's fifty percent or it's 60-40 or one third. Third they they try to break it up a little bit in some way. Uh, let's see the let us see the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They just won the Super Bowl. Their stadium was one hundred percent built by public funds. Uh, same thing with the Bears. They were one hundred percent public funds, 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 and yeah, their stadium was obviously built a long time ago. Go uh, the Cardinals, they their stadium it was built in two thousand six. Uh, it was sixty eight percent public, thirty two percent private, which is pretty much the owners' money. Uh, the Chargers and Raiders, or Chargers and Rams, their brand new stadium was one hundred percent uh the Rams owner, or uh, the Raiders, uh, had some public money. I think so. It really, it, it really depends. Some cities are willing to p- give money. Some aren't. And but I think he's willing to keep the Bills in Buffalo. Now, now I saw a report saying that the Bills that they that they said they weren't going to pay one hundred percent for it. And I, I can, I can see that, see that some people might have different opinions on that and that's totally fine. You can have your opinions on, on it, but, but, but here I I did, I did some research, research uh, pretty much, pretty much, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to use a little bit of, of what, at least I think I would or I would do if I was in their position. Pretty much pretty much uh from what I could find, Terry Vigula they have a net worth of of like five million dollars. And the stadium would cost I think one point five. And that is pretty much pretty much 30% of their of their money. And yeah, 30% uh just for a st- for a stadium, yeah, that's obviously a lot. So, for paying for the whole thing, thing do they have a lot of money? Yeah, but, again, uh, I'm not telling them how to spend their money. That's not what I'm here to do. Do. Um, but, but, it's, it's pretty much what I think is going to happen is they're going to come to an agreement, okay, we'll pay for some, You'll, the city will pay for some, and go from there. I don't know the exact numbers. Again, we don't we don't know, but but the bills they have a and not just the bills any nfl team but especially the bills at uh, the bills they have a they have a big part in buffalo's economy and in the city and everything they have a big part part there buffalo uh i hate to admit, admit hasn't been the best best uh um it's it's a small market team only has about 1.1 $1. $1 million dollars. Not million dollars. A million people now. Now. And the population has been going down. Since like 1970. 1970. And that has to do with like. The changes in the industries and everything. So. So Buffalo. Is a historic team, team. And and they do a lot for buffalo. And if the, if if buffalo lost them, it would not be good. Good. Uh, the, not just like the Bills fans, I would feel bad and obviously I'm a Bills fan too and I would be mad too if they left uh, buffalo. Buffalo even, even though I've never lived there, there I I almost consider it as a second home. Like like I love going to Buffalo. I love the food there. I love uh there's great people there uh you see bills fans all around the world and and i i would just feel terrible for all the fans fans if they didn't move but the thing is i don't think they are i think it's just to start talks negotiations and everything cuz they do need to get this figured out the stadium lease ends in 2023 i think um and I saw reports a couple like a month ago that the Bills were looking at temporary homes homes as because uh the Erie County uh, that's who owns this the Bills stadium uh doesn't want a short-term deal. They want to get a long-term deal, but the Bills are trying to get a new stadium. So so that's what it's, Coming down to, so we'll have to see what happens. I think the Bills, Bills fans, I don't think you have to worry right now. I think it's just to get talks going. I I believe that they'll get things figured out, and they'll stay in Buffalo. They'll they'll find a way to get the stadium figured out. They'll keep the Bills in Buffalo, Buffalo, and technically. The Bills are the only team in New York. The Jets and Giants, I don't care what you say. They're in New Jersey. They pay New Jersey taxes. Taxes. Um, uh, that's the rules they go by. They don't go by New York's rules. So, so the Bills, they're the only team in New York. The true New York team. Okay, I know a lot of you... If you're a Jets and Giants fan, I know you might get mad at that. But they're the only team in Buffalo, and they are here to stay. Okay, the Bills are going to stay in Buffalo. Buffalo, they'll get it figured out. We'll get to enjoy a new stadium hopefully in the next five or six years, however long it takes. Take so let's get this figured out. Foul. So the next story we're going to talk about today is a story a story involving a high school recruit, or should I say a college recruit or college player now. Now uh Quinn Ewers Ewers, he was a quarterback at Southwake High School in Texas. She was uh, projected the number two Number one, number one player in the country, uh, by twenty four seven, and I think rivals two or he was one or two, two, but he was like the best quarterback I think, or at least top two, two. Uh, he, he he, he was he's supposed to be a pretty good quarterback. Uh, he was committed to Texas earlier this year, but then he uh, decommitted and he committed to Ohio State. Well. Well, he just announced today that he's going to to enroll roll into Ohio State a little bit early, and the reason he's and skip his senior year of high school, and the reason he's doing that is because is because of the NIL rules in Texas. In uh, in Texas, they there's a law that says high schoolers cannot make money off their name, image, and likeness, and. And Quinn Ewers he's supposed to be a, a senior right now. So, and and if we're looking at Bryce Young, he was one of the top quarterbacks. He went to Alabama. Uh, he he's projected to make seven million dollars already, and he hasn't even started a, a single game. Game and Quinn Ewers he's projected to make a lot of money too. To however he can't right now. So he decided to enroll until Tallahassee State early just so he can make the money because he's not a high school student anymore more and there's some pros and cons to this pros he gets to he gets to work with the coaching staff early on and he gets to learn the playbook book and obviously he doesn't get to play this year and however it gives him a good chance to play next year I would say or two years in two years, but yeah, but the bad news is he loses a year of eligibility, sort of. What What I mean by that is pretty much this year there's no more COVID rule, so he's gonna be a freshman. Um, uh, he could redshirt technically, and keep it four years, but but he he's not gonna start this year, and he kind of already knows that that, but he gets to, to be with the team, and, and yeah, as I said, there was some pros and cons to this, now, if he stayed at high, stayed in high school, he would've, he, pros and cons, eh, he could've developed, got to play, and that, that's a th- another thing, like, I, th- I feel like playing, playing is important. If you're if you got you gotta get those reps reps that's just how I feel if you play if you if you're playing on the field getting those reps that helps you a lot a lot and and he, he he's not gonna be playing this year pretty, pretty much pretty much because he's uh, coming in late so uh, but yeah, he's, he's gonna get a lot of money, and I guess here's the thing: if he did play his senior year, he could have risked the injury, and then who knows if he would have kept his scholarship to Ohio State. That's happened to some people before. Before they get they get hurt, and then the school is no longer no longer as interested. So I guess he protects himself from injury, and by at least at least. Uh, enroll and tell state there's and I'm not saying he made the right decision or the wrong decision I'm not here it's his decision and I bet he, he thought through I'm just I was just saying the pros and cons cons but this this is gonna be interesting are we gonna see more people do this especially in the state of Texas the state of Texas they they produce a lot of great players players are we gonna see more guys uh, reclassify and and enter early. I uh, I, I really I really think uh, we're gonna see that this a lot more, and obviously there's pros and cons to it, but 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 we'll, what we'll to wait and see and see maybe Texas considers changing it because yeah it it's not a good look if all your top players our our uh our parents leaving leaving before their senior year of high school so, so yeah and and i't don't, I don't know if Ohio state has to approve it or if they they had a or if they convinced them to leave early. Or even if they want him, like they might want the, him, but they didn't want him to enroll early. I don't know how all that works, but but it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. So the last thing we're going to be talking about today is injuries. Injuries, everyone hates them. Them, uh, um, especially in football. Not just football, or anything, but in football football guys unfortunately can get hurt a lot and it's something that can uh ruin some guys careers well today today uh, the Colts announced that Carson wentz is gonna get is going to to get uh, to get some surgery on his left foot and he's going to be sidelined for about five to twelve weeks so so here's what I'm trying to figure out is that five to 12 weeks? like now or is that saying the regular season i think it's saying now now so five the 12 weeks that's week 1 i think but week 12 weeks from now that is uh like week 7 or 8 so so he he could be back after the first game or could be there for the first game. Or he could be out for for uh uh for almost half the season. So and this is where it makes things interesting thing. Uh first off, the Colts. Colts are they gonna trade for a quarterback? Yeah, are they gonna hope he get he's fine? Or do they trust their backups? Uh, Their backup quarterbacks right now are Jacob Eason. He was a quarterback drafted, I think, in the fifth round last year from Washington. He was also at Georgia. He was a five-star recruit. recruit. Uh, He was at Georgia and lost the job to Jake Fromm after getting hurt. And And then he went to Washington and then was drafted by the Colts. And then there's Sam Ellinger. Uh, they drafted Sam Ellinger this year. I don't know if it's to give them more depth or maybe they don't believe in Jacob Eason or something. Who, who knows? But of but course, once he could be out for a while, uh, both of those guys haven't started an NFL game or or haven't even gotten many snaps. And they didn't have a preseason last year. So that's the thing. It's going to be the first almost game action for either in in some way, besides practice. So that, that makes things a lot interesting. Saying do the Colts do they try to trade for a quarterback for a little bit more experience or do they sign someone? Who knows? But it also makes things interesting for the for the for the trade that happened this offseason. So so the Colts 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 uh, gave up gave up a third round pick from from this past year's draft and then a second round pick for next year. However, that second round pick could become a first rounder. Uh, if Carson Wentz plays in 75% of the snaps this year, or if he plays in 70% plus plus the Colts make the playoffs, the the Eagles get a first round pick from the from the Colts. If Carson Wentz misses time and looks like he's going to to at least one week, it seems like. At least in the regular season season. Uh, uh, that it's not a good look. Seventy percent. Uh let's see. See, seventy uh, percent. Uh, he's gonna have to play in twelve games. Games and this is, this is not entirely accurate because, because um, um you know guys get taken out if they're blowing, blowing out got teams, teams and then also not every game has the same amount of snaps on offense. One game might have more. One game might have less. So this is just a guess. So twelve, so tw- if he plays in twelve games. And the Colts make the playoffs. Had they give up a first. If. If he plays in 13 games. Pretty much. And this is just a guess. Guess it's. It could be more or less games. Games as long as he plays in 70%. That's the thing. or he plays on 70% of snaps on offense, so. So if, as long as he does does that, the Colts, Eagles get a first. If they don't, they get a second. Um. um it, it definitely makes things interesting because, because the Colts, Colts, they trade for Carson Wentz, Frank, hoping he's, gonna be their future and then he just goes out and gets hurt and he's he's uh gone hurt so much he tore his ACL in 2017 he he's only had two years in his career where he's played every game it was his rookie year and then I, I I forget what the other year was it wasn't last year I think it was the year before that, but then he got hurt in the playoffs. I think that's what happened. I could be wrong about that, but... But, yeah, it makes things interesting. Also, Devontae Smith, he's going to miss two to three weeks after MCL spring. Uh, Eagles receivers, they that was their problem last year. They didn't have any guy, anybody stay healthy. And Jalen Rieger has not been looking good from what I've heard. Heard, uh, but... <laughs> um uh but he was I've heard he's also been dealing with a recent death in the family. So I uh, I hope everything gets better for Jalen Rieger too too. But uh, the Eagles they need help at wide receiver and Devonta Smith. They drafted him hoping he would be the guy. Not off to a good start. <laughs> so so yeah, it's it's not a good look. Uh, there's been some COVID problems for some teams right now, and and yeah, it's. Training camp is back, uh. And one thing I've learned is COVID. It's it's still not gone. There's still gonna be guys missing, missing games. Question is who. Who uh we we don't know all the details, and obviously we don't know before then, but there's close contacts and everything, so it it's gonna be be better than last year, however, still it's gonna be a a weird year yeah and you, you gotta take it week by week because you don't know what''s gonna happen. Hey everyone, I just wanted to thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Really appreciate the support. Uh, I just wanted to quickly go over what my schedule is going to be this year. This year of of when I'm going to be uploading. Uh, I'm, go- I'm going to be separating NFL and college this year. Uh, I think I did that last year a little bit, or I, I did it halfway through the season. Uh, I know some of y'all aren't really big NFL fans. Or some of y'all might not be big college fans. So I'm going to try to separate them a little bit this year. Uh, so on Mondays, Mondays I'm going to be doing my recaps of the college football games. Talking about the big stories, stories upsets, and everything that happened over the weekend. Uh, on Tuesdays, I'm going to be recapping the NFL. Same thing like college. Going to be talking about the upsets, big stories and everything. On Fridays I'm going to be doing my college football predictions. And then Wednesday I'm gonna be, be doing my NFL predictions. Uh and I'll and I'm just gonna go over this quickly. Uh, so print pretty, pretty much end is just an example. Uh if a team team like and I'll top top I'll tell you guys if or I'll let you guys know when when these type of games happen, but if Ole Miss or for for like the Ole Miss and Louisville game, game that's gonna be on a Monday. Obviously, I'm gonna probably record before the game, so. And so that's not gonna be in my recap, so I'm, so I might just move it to the NFL or I might move it to, to the Friday and then just do like a quick, breakdown of the game. Game and then, if it when it comes down to predictions, when I do my recaps, I'll if a team's ranked in the top 25 and they're like playing before Friday, then I'll be then I'll just do a quick thing on it just to say who I think is gonna win or something. So, if a team plays on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. I'll be doing them in my predictions since it's going to be the first week, but after that it's going to be a little bit different. So So yeah, uh, the first uh, college football predictions going to be on on Friday the 27th, August 27th. I believe that's it or that Yeah, that's Right before the season Saturday, there's gonna be five games, and then on Monday I'll be recapping those games, and then and then if there's any big games before that, before uh, the following Friday, then I'll recap them on Monday or not recap up and break them down down on Monday with with my predictions and everything so so yeah uh i just uh i hope you guys have a great rest of your day or week week and yeah yeah make sure you guys staying safe uh if you're heading back to school later uh good luck look uh, i i do in a couple weeks or actually in a week and a half so so yeah uh yeah, stay safe. Uh, good luck. Luck, stay safe, and hail state and go Bills.